0: Hi Informed Foodie, thanks for joining me today as I talk about the top five ways to avoid excessive gas and flatulence. The first thing I want to tell you is that emitting gas is completely normal. It's part of your digestive process. Every day we all emit at least 13 parts. I can't say that. It's pretty normal to release 13 to 20 episodes of gas every single day. We're talking about one to three pints of gas emitted, and believe it or not, less than 1% of that gas actually has an odor. Most of our gas is odorless. There's a couple different types of ways that we emit gas from our digestive tract. One is from belching and burping, and so that gas is escaping through your mouth. We also have flatulence or farts, and that gas is emitted through your rectum. If you remember in episode number three, I talked about your GI tract and your rectum has two sphincters. There's an internal sphincter that is pretty much involuntary. That means you don't have control over it, but it's almost at a state of constant resting tightness so that anything in the bowel isn't accidentally released at any moment. That's a really important sphincter for all of us and it's working without us even thinking about it. We also have the external sphincter which we've all learned to control um, probably when we were about two years old. So that sphincter has a different type of muscle, and it helps us wait for the appropriate time to find a restroom. People that have a leaky bowel or other issues with their internal sphincter definitely need to talk with a doctor. Flatulence occurs when we are unable to break down certain types of carbohydrates in our food. There's other elements, there are some proteins too that aren't quite broken down that are contributing to that less than 1% methane odor or sulfur odor that we smell. So the high fiber foods are the real complex carbohydrates that are not completely broken down and they're going through your digestive tract are broken down by that incredible biome of bacteria you have living in your lower GI tract. I talked a lot about your biome in episode number 11. You've got trillions of cells in there and when some carbohydrates come through that your body hasn't absorbed, they kind of have a feeding frenzy on that and that produces gas. The gas that we emit has hydrogen, carbon dioxide in it, and again a little bit of that methane. The hydrogen sulfides that we smell are possibly part of that protein that your biome has enjoyed because any sulfur would come from a protein. Carbohydrates are only carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen. Okay, let's get to the top five ways to avoid excessive gas. First of all, avoid certain types of foods that are extremely complex carbohydrates if they're bothering you. Super high fiber foods that don't give your body a chance to break down all the fiber involved may increase gas emissions from your biome. However, high fiber foods are one of the best ways to avoid colon cancer. That high fiber really keeps that peristalsis going pushing and squeezing and exercising your lower GI tract and reduces the risk of cancer. Unfortunately, colon cancer and all cancers are such a difficult, painful, and can be agonizing process to go through treatment that eating high fiber foods seems like one simple way to try and avoid that type of cancer. Later in this podcast, I'll talk a little bit about how to find out which foods specifically are bothering you because I don't think you should eliminate fiber from your diet. There are certain foods that are perpetually associated with gas, beans and legumes especially. When you soak beans and cook beans and legumes, it helps start to break down some of that fiber already so that you can still get all the nutrients out of it. Your body can use the fiber, but there's less of it available for that biome. Some fruits and vegetables are also associated with gas, broccoli and Brussels sprouts, prunes. I do want to mention that there's no scientific studies Selecting foods and determining if they are higher gas-producing products. We're all so individual with the type of food that we enjoy, the food that we eat, and the biome that we host, that they really can't do a scientific study determining that certain foods are worse for everybody. Also, that really high bran and grain fibers, the soluble fiber foods, might be causing gas for you. Sorbitrol and artificial sweeteners. Also, diet sodas. A lot of people have really associated that with a higher gas output. Dairy products are also on the list, aside from maybe being allergic to dairy products, is that dairy products contain lactose. We have an enzyme called lactase to break it down. However, as we all age, we have less and less lactase in our system. Generally, older people don't need to be drinking mother's milk as we age and have just less of this enzyme. So sometimes dairy products can produce excessive gas. The number four tip that I have for you to decrease any type of gas you may be emitting is to drink water before the meal. This is going to help dilute and get out that hydrochloric acid and kind of make it more available to break down your foods. Number three is to eat and drink slowly. If there's a large bolus of high-fiber food that hits your system at once, it's going to be difficult for it to disseminate, break it apart, and to get all those complex carbohydrate chains broken up. So if you're eating slowly, chewing the food, help that digestive process starts right in your mouth with just that mastication, we call it, the breaking down, the chewing. When it gets to your stomach, you want to ensure that as many nutrients as we can get out of it are available, as well as breaking down that fiber so it can be useful for our GI tract. I also recommend talking less while you're eating because that will also slow down the entire process and reduce the amount of air that's going in. Number two, try some over-the-counter digestive aids. Like I would mentioned with the lactate, that can help you break down dairy products. Beano is a big one that's been out there for a couple of decades. The way that beano helps is because we are missing an enzyme to break down the raffinose sugars that are in beans and other high starchy products. We simply don't have alpha-galactosidase. And the beano can really help with those starchy grains. And if you know, you're going to be having chili And if you've had gas problems, it'd be worth having bino ahead of time. There are other herbs that have been claimed to help with gas. Activated charcoal seems to absorb it sometimes. And people have reported that ginger has also helped. Ginger is also good for your digestive tract in many other ways, with nausea as well. And the number one way to reduce gas emissions from your GI tract would be trying just not to fill up on air, believe it or not. Sometimes in our stressful environment, we might be gulping air without realizing it. We could also be holding our breath and changing the air pressure that's going on within your system. Using a straw, chewing gum, smoking, all of this increases the amount of air putting into our system and it's going to increase the amount of gas emissions that our body has. If you're really suffering from a lot of chronic gas, you need to definitely check in with your doctor because you may have lactose intolerance, celiac disease, you might have diverse articulitis, inflammatory bowel disease gastroesophageal reflex issues, gastroparesis, all of these with belching and or farting could indicate that you need some medical attention. Just keep in mind that the food you eat and the way that your biome digests these foods is also extremely personal. If you really want to solve gas problems and you've checked with your doctor, you might need to go on a short elimination diet. The way that these work is that you fast or do a liquid diet for at least one day, not more than three and then you begin to introduce low offensive foods one at a time. So it's very difficult to do this. Your doctor can guide you with it. You record the food that you've added in first and your body's response. Then you pick another food and add it the next day. So it's kind of difficult to do this type of diet, but it is one sure way to find out what foods are most offensive for your body and which ones seem to increase the amount of gas emission that you have or any type of gas problems. I really wish you the best of luck with that. Thanks again for joining me. And we'll chat again next week.